0: It's time once again for another episode of the Buckhead Business Show, being brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta. And now, here's your host for today's episode.
1: Hey, good morning, good morning. We are right here in Buckhead today overlooking Linux Mall and looking at one of these, quote, Chamber of Commerce days. As a matter of fact, I believe we have. We do have some Chamber of Commerce people in the room, don't we, they, Rich? Mike, did you have that locked and loaded and ready? That oh, was man. perfect. Wow. <laughs> well, every day in Buckhead, according to Sam Marcel is a Chamber of Commerce day, so we're certainly just going to really ramp it up today. We're gonna, we've are going to. we got some visitors from the Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce with what us today. What a coincidence. Yeah, we've got Mr. Mister. Mr. Martinez and Mr. Vasquez with us. We've got Diane Bogino, a professional speaker, who is going to give us some information about leadership and pointers about things that CEOs don't know that they need to know or things that CEOs don't practice that they need to practice, or, gosh, we'll just look at that in a minute. But First of all, let's let's talk about the Chamber, because Chamber of Commerce, with a new economy and what's going on in the marketplace, is being more and more and more important every day. Uh, Of course, we're right here in Buckhead. The Buckhead Business Association helps sponsor this show, and today we have a guest from the uh, Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, which represents the whole state for a very important segment of our business And we've got their, I believe, their membership guy, their outreach guy, and and one of their great members here. So let's just roll right into talking about, you know, how many folks are in the Georgia Chamber, uh, Hispanic Chamber these days?
0: Yeah, sure. Thank you. Well, first of all, it's an honor to be here with all of you. And thank you for having us, uh, Santiago here, and I'm actually the vice president and CFO, but yes, membership, wow. outreach, all that stuff. <laughs> all just, the, all the above. You know, that's the way You're it in goes. in charge
1: of numbers one way or the other. That's numbers the way, in the door and number, dollars in the pocket.
0: That's <laughs> the way it goes, right? But uh, yeah, so we have about 1,300 members right now, and the Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce was actually established in 1984, so it's one of the longest-standing Hispanic chambers in the country. Wow. Uh, also one of the largest, top 10. In terms of size. And and we know this because we ourselves belong to the U.S. Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So we attend their conventions, we get training, we get some funding from them, and uh, that allows us to be connected to what's happening across the country.
1: Well, I know you have to look out for your your constituencies, and of course Mm -hmm. people have to continually see value in being a member of the chamber. So talk to us about those top five things that your members would just jump up and down and say, man, this is the greatest thing in the world because I couldn't do this by myself. So talk about some of those things.
0: Sure. Great question. I, w- I would say, number one, our, our bread and butter for sure is networking and connectivity, right? So we have spent a lot of time building up relationships, uh, relationships with corporations, relationships with organizations and government entities that can really facilitate contracts for our, our, um, for our members. Number two, for sure, would be business growth, uh, business acceleration. So we have business coaches that we work with, certified business coaches over thirty years of experience that teach classes that that can walk our businesses through the process of how to grow their business and help them create a strategy. Number three, I would say is our our strategic alliances that we have so for a good example of that is we partner with the small business development centers based out of the universities here. Um, there's actually a person on our board from the Small Business Development Centers. They come and do free consultations. They work with a lot of folks. They will meet with them. They will help them throughout the process of of obtaining funding to grow their business. Right. So I would say those are top three. Um, four is we offer reduced space spaces in Buckhead office space in in a bu- in our building. Now we're not the owners of the building, but we're the main tenants. We're right on West Paces Ferry Road and and we offer offices for about three dollars to $400 for small businesses, kind of like an incubator. Encourage them to take advantage of being on West Paces Ferry Road, a reduced rate, and at the same time get the benefits of being in a little ecosystem where they can connect with other business owners and grow.
1: That's very good. Well, let's let's look out there so you can get a buckhead business address. That's pretty. That's pretty neat. Yeah. How did we not know about this? <laughs> <laughs> that's the best kept
2: secret I, in Buckhead. Yeah, yeah, it
0: I, is right, and, and we're uh, trying to change that. And we sure.
1: can we can grow, we can grow up from an interior office to an exterior office and, o- and overlook a great restaurant next door. As that's I remember. True. <laughs> Oh,
0: Absolutely, you can. No, it's a great space. Great, great place to be. Great space.
1: Now I know well, you do a lot of lot of networking functions. I had the pleasure a few months ago of going to one of your I guess uh, uh, intro sessions for new members, and I know you have a great, 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 great bunch of volunteers on the. We've got Kenny with you today. Who's going to talk about some of that, but talk about what it really takes to run a statewide chamber because most of us don't conceive of this three hundred long, three hundred mile long state and mm-hmm. one hundred and fifty mile wide state, and how in the world do you serve all the constituencies in, in your marketplace?
0: Well, it, it's not it's not easy. Thank you for the question, but it depends on lot a lot on relationships and building strategic alliances. So, uh, one of the things that we have done is we have created networking groups. We have partnered with certain members, and, and Kenny's part of this. Uh, for example, in Gwinnett, we actually partner with the Gwinnett Chamber. Um, we, we know that the Gwinnett Chamber um, has great leadership. We know they want to reach out to Hispanic businesses. We also know that, like every other chamber, they have limited resources. So we, we came to an agreement that we would help them reach out to the Hispanic business community um, if they allowed us to use their resources, office space, programming, doing the same thing in the North Fulton Chamber, uh, working with them, great relationship there. Working in Cobb County with Kenny and, and other folks, we've created a, a leads group, like a referral-based group that meets every, what, twice a month, and it's, it's going gangbusters. Down on the south side, now we're just talking about the metro Atlanta area, we have a group of folks that are working together, and they put activities together. So what we're trying to do is feed off this concept of local and organic. We understand that, that the small businesses, they need to develop their ecosystems around where they are, and we want to facilitate that kind of networking, both for Hispanic businesses to network with other Hispanic businesses and for Hispanic businesses to network with other businesses in general. In Savannah, we have a Hispanic chamber down there that was started a couple years ago, so we provide support, technical support, fundraising support, And then throughout the state, we work with with some partners that are already established. It might be a CPA in in Hall County. It might be a community advocate up in Dalton. But we try to to, to provide services and resources from people that already have the trust of the community and provide them with the tools to be able to serve the community.
1: Well, in a minute, I'm going to ask you to kind of run down your events. But but while we're taking this this kind of a breather here, go ahead and quote your uh, website, so people listening in can go ahead and look you up and be referencing the events and so forth as we move on. Sure, so.
0: sure. It's uh, GHCC, Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, dot .org, dot .org.
1: And you mentioned you're the CFO. Right. And uh, and, and your second secondary job is to keep the membership as high as possible, right? <laughs>
0: That's right. So Though we just hired a membership director, which is great news. You know. So. Well, I know
1: you're, you're glad to pass off one of those hats. What, what is their name, by the way? Nadia. Nadia, look yeah. it up. I'm looking. Yeah, shout to out that. to Nadia. Yeah, yeah, yeah shout right. out to Nadia. I mean, you need it. It now let's talk about those events that Nadia is going to get all the customers <laughs> to. So, right. kind of run through a typical month or in the typical sure. quarter and even a typical year at the chamber, so you can give an idea. As again, Rich always gets to me about this evergreen process. So, no matter when they can tune in, I know you probably have annual events and monthly events and quarterly events. So right. Talk about those some.
0: Well, we always have a, the breakfast that you went to, Mike. Uh, it happens every month uh, at our building. Usually it's the second Friday, not always, but um, there's always a, a breakfast, uh, an orientation breakfast in our building. For folks that are either new members or folks that are considering membership, we want you to come in and kind of learn and see how, how the chamber can help you, how, how it operates. We always have a mixer in the evening, at least one mixer a month, Uh, One of the things that we're doing now is circulating that mixer around the metro Atlanta area since we have these networking groups that are established. Um, So those are opportunities that always exist. Uh, Beyond that, the networking groups meet at least once a month. So you've got opportunities in Gwinnett. You've got opportunities in North Fulton and Cobb and on the south side. And by, by the south side, I mean McDonough and Fayetteville. So you at least have opportunities there to participate in one networking event a month for sure, for certain. Other than that? We have different events throughout well, the I know
1: there. you're excited about collaborations. So I'm going to give you one free one. If you ever need to do anything in the College Park Tri-Cities area, please give me a call. I'll help host something there for you. Absolutely. Because we have a lot of business going on. Have you, have you heard about the airport down there? Yeah, of course. <laughs> 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 I'll take you up on that offer. <laughs> uh, we, 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 can, we can help provide some space there because we have a lot of business owners, smaller business owners that are always looking for opportunities to interface with with other people. Now, you mentioned the SBDCs and, of right. course, SCORE and so forth. Talk about the business growth. I know that Kenny is a financial planner kind of guy and also one of your key volunteers, but talk about the what, the way you really recruit and maintain these collaborative partners, uh, chambers included.
0: Well, one of the things that, that we take very seriously is our reputation, obviously. We've been around 34 years, and we're very careful as to who we align with strategically. Uh, we really only have two or three strategic alliances, and and the SBDC is certainly one, one organization that, because it's based out of the university system, because of the work that they do, because of the resources that they have, we actually have a memorandum of understanding with them that's been going on for a couple of years, and basically the work that is done, there are consultations in our office every month uh, for our business expo that happens in November of every year. They come and they help us create a track on how to grow your business and provide speakers and facilitate subject matter experts as well as curriculum. And then now, this year, for the first time, we're collaborating and partnering with them to teach classes. So we'll be doing some classes with uh, SBDC, the Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, and Access to Capital for Entrepreneurs Um, In the fall in Spanish, it's like an eight week course. Wow. And so for us, we take that very, very seriously. The fact that we're putting our name on 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 something with somebody is something we take seriously. So we only do it with maybe two or three ACE score. SBDC is about it.
1: Well, that's that certainly keeps you very busy. Now I know again, back to the statewide process. Talk about what's going on right now. We're in the we're in the congressional session or the mm-hmm. lobby session or the yeah. whatever session. So I know you've got to be very busy down to state house looking for opportunities to uh, to interface with uh, elected officials. So talk a little bit about your outreach sure. from that perspective.
0: Thanks for that question. By the way, we actually have a great lobbyist. Um, I'll throw him a bone. His name is Jimmy McDonald, McDonald uh, Donahue Firm. And, uh, excuse me, <coughs> Jimmy uh, always jokes that he is a uh, South Georgian and Peruvian. <laughs> his, his dad is from South Georgia, and his mom is actually from Peru. And uh, so Jimmy really understands both cultures. Um, and so he represents us. They've been down there for three years. We just had our legislative breakfast. And a couple of things that we try to do down there, one is we try to make sure that all the state legislators know that there is representation for Hispanic businesses down there. Two, we want to make sure our membership understands the process and how important it is to get connected. We always encourage our members, find out who your local representatives are, who are your city council folks, who are your uh, county council folks, and who are your state reps, and start building that relationship. So we do a big breakfast, we invite speakers, we invite our members, and then we do a day at the Capitol where we encourage our members to come and, and and. Go around the capital and build relationships and connections. But we stay on top of things. There's certain legislation that we try to fight, certain legislation that we promote, um, and then we work with our business owners. We have one business owner right now who is the only Latino bourbon uh, maker, or I, I don't know what the right term is, but he has his own line of bourbon, and he's the only Hispanic that we know that does that. And he's having help us. He needs our help with some some some. Um, Legislation, and so we're working on that with him.
1: Well, I don't know about the legislation, but I'm available to help with tasting. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and and
0: it's <laughs> a great bourbon. It's a it's a great bourbon. I think Kenny can attest to it that. It certainly is. He
2: has some in his coffee right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does, does he live in the suburbs the bourbon? <laughs> The Burbs. The Burbs.
1: He lives in a burrow. Come on, Rich. Yeah. Did you keep that one up in advance,
2: Rich? Are you going yeah, 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 to wait and say Ken it? Ken is, Kenny's passing me the lines no, whenever yeah. yeah. line. well, But uh,
0: But, you know, it's a big deal here because Georgia is still catching up with a lot of their, their liquor laws, you know. And so um, it's it, he's had some issues with distribution, and he was having issues with – a lot of things that we don't think about, but we address it from the business perspective.
1: Sure. Well, it's amazing what this, what the spirit world has done for us here in Georgia <laughs> in terms of our specialty bourbons and our new our new uh, craft our new beers, craft beers, of course, yeah. and the vodkas being made. Right. The thing about the bourbon is you got to wait about eight or ten years before you start selling the stuff. So you got to figure out some way to, to grow true. your business. So back to the old SBDC. Well, gonna, let's let's take a moment here and shift over to Kenny, who's. Uh, Kenny, you're actually a financial planner, but I, I've known you as the key, one of the key volunteers. And, of course, the organization needs to, needs to have the folks who take ownership in and, uh, and continue to grow and nurture not only your own business as being part of the chamber, but also the business of those of your compadres. And your collaborative partners who you uh, support every day, every week, and and, uh, throughout the year. So talk a little bit about your experience in general, and then we'll wrap up the segment with a little bit about your personal business, if
2: you will. Yeah, absolutely. So I have been a member of the Chamber for about a year now. Uh, Quite frankly, Michael, it's been one of the best experiences that I've had here in Georgia and professionally as well. Uh, One of the big things for me, especially after becoming an ambassador for the Chamber, is that I got to meet a lot of like-minded individuals, uh, the reason why I got into the business that I'm in is because I really wanted to reach out into the Hispanic community and help people in that community not only learn about the thi- the services that I offer, but just generally help them advance and, and become better prepared for retirement. So one of the big things for me has been the networking groups. I'm a member of the Cobb Networking Group, which allows me to uh, share leads with a lot of other individuals that are... Uh, as well like-minded in in reaching out to that community not only that community but other uh communities here in the in the state of Georgia that haven't been afforded the same opportunities um for me the uh the fact that I can also meet a lot of resources for my clients the SBDC has been a fantastic resource i mean the work that they do offering free consulting work for for my clients is is actually something that's unparalleled <laughs> to a lot of the other well, resources. We do,
1: we do have one of the top SBDCs in the nation here in Georgia, so we're very blessed with that opportunity, just like Absolutely. having a great chamber and quality people. Yes, sir. So, as you uh, as you talk about passing uh, uh, the, the Friends, and we'll, ra- we'll wrap up in a minute with a question I'm going to ask both of you. I'll save it, but I'll think a little bit about it. If you had to look at what you can do over the next 12 months to help not only the chamber grow but help new members be very entrenched because i'm, I'm just i'm just uh, envious of you with only one year in the chamber santiago how, how, what, what mm. kind of special pill did you give this guy <laughs> well, uh, you know how do you recruit good quality members like this
0: i'll, I'll tell you we got really lucky and <laughs> and this came this is the way life works sometimes we were meeting with minolta uh, who had just moved here the at least the new person had moved here and he came from idaho and he said hey do you guys have a leads group or a referral group? and he said if you don't we'll help you start one and i said we'll take you up on that <laughs> and so he put his guy on it he didn't do it but it took about 6 or 7 months to get this going and then somebody else came to us and said i want to do a leads group and i said no help us do this one so we got three people involved and we started promoting it and uh, before you know it you know we had like maybe 25 or 30 people attending this Leads Group and these some of these folks like Kenny weren't even members of the chamber. He had just heard about the Leads Group, was looking for business, and when I saw Kenny and I saw Ashford Advisors, I said, "Wait a minute! Like we got to jump on these guys, you know." And and so I called him immediately, and we started talking. And he just we got really fortunate that he's a great guy and passionate about business.
1: Well, put it, putting a segue in there perfectly now we we saw someone with a name that might be interested. We had, a, we had a personality that might be interested. You had an opportunity that might be interested. So you had a, a fertile ground to plant a new lead right. in. And of course, uh, now you, you did a great segue to Ashford Advisors, who is who is a financial planning agency. And is, is that's what, what's where you're hanging your shingle, right?
2: <laughs> that's, that's correct. I'm <laughs> tell a financial tell representative. Me, t- take
1: a moment. Let's go to the commercial side of that and talk a little bit about your guardian relationship and your Ashford and tell us about yeah. why it's so valuable for you to bring such a resource as this to the chamber and why you're so proud of To hang your shingle there.
2: Absolutely. I appreciate the question, uh, Michael. So I am a financial representative with the Guardian Life Insurance Company of New York. Um, And really my responsibility there is three main tenets. It's protect, save, and then help people behave. Uh, Very, very simple (laughs) principles. Um, Protection first, of course, because if we don't do that for our clients, then they're open to lawsuits. They're open to um, uh, death, sickness, injury. And all of those are things that can really affect their assets moving forward in the future. So the first thing that we take care of for them is protection. After that, we simply help them put in strategies that will help them with their cash flow, help them save more money for the future. Because we've come to realize that the amount of money that you save on a monthly or yearly basis is way better than any rate of return that you can get in the market. Uh, That is the behavior part of it. So just helping people make sure that they're putting the money away. Now, with the chamber, I've seen that a lot of Hispanic business owners, a lot of uh, Hispanic families really need to learn these principles, and I'm there to help with anything that I can to make sure that they're putting money away for retirement and just better prepared for the future.
1: Very good. Well, now, how do they get in touch with you at the uh, Guardian uh, slash Ashford Advisors? So they
2: they can visit our website. It's uh, ashfordadvisors.net. Or they can just dial my personal cell phone. I'm always available, it, which is 404-406-5930. I am always available to help anybody that I can.
1: And that last thing, go ahead and give your email address in case Absolutely. they're uh, right at their computer.
2: It's Kenny V-A-S-Q-U-E-Z, V-A-S-Q-U-E-Z at AshfordAdvisors.net.
1: Now, listen, listening to you today t- makes it sound like this has been one of your most valuable years in business. Has this, been, this last year been your best year?
2: Absolutely. It, it definitely has, and a lot of that has to do with the Chamber of Commerce. Well, you're we
1: certainly going to get that recruit in there.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh,
1: how do we get another one of you in the chamber? <laughs> 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 I'm a membership-oriented <laughs> guy, and the Buckhead Business Association is always looking for one more quality guest and looking for one more quality member. So in a moment, we're going to wrap up and talk a little bit about our next guest, which is Diane Bugino, who has been with the, cha- with the Buckhead Business Association now for uh, uh, not that long. Right?
3: No, I'm fairly new.
1: Fairly new. Yeah. How new?
3: uh about i joined in january right before actually right before christmas
1: well i like that new year's resolution right, We're glad yes, to have you in the yeah. room so tell us a little bit about why it's exciting for you to be a new bba member
3: well i wanted to get with some real professional people that are in a variety of businesses uh, as you know i'm a member and past president of the national speakers association but that's rather um a niched group <laughs> And we're all after the same people, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to join the Buckhead Business Association because they have a great reputation uh, for promoting business, number one, and working with the community and quality members like Michael Moore.
1: Oh, nice guy. You know, most people don't realize that the Buckhead Business Association was actually founded about, what, Rich, about 65 years ago now, a long time ago. Yep, and celebrating it, their 65th. And, it was, and they, the rumor is it was, it was founded to determine who was kicking the garbage cans over in front of the stores at night <laughs> just, just to figure out who, how those rowdy kids who are now the, now the people who run Buckhead. Uh, and, of course, that was way back before even uh, that was during the years that, that Buckhead was integrated into the city of Atlanta, which was very interesting to think about. This was the north side of the city back in those mm-hmm. days mm-hmm. Uh, and as, as we talked about how you grow your business and how you look at things uh, organization was taking the cha- place of the chamber of commerce back in those days but now of course we're part of the atlanta chamber and of course we ha- we service all the different communities that we can service um Diane, now you focus on leadership and you focus on training and teams so talk a little bit about your business and by the way thank you for your service as president of the national speakers association because i i do understand we'll let you talk about it if you want how important it is to the the size and the quality of the uh, of the chapter here I guess it is the best chapter in the country
3: Absolutely it is yes <laughs> and we do have great programs uh, business programs which is uh, one of the reasons I maintain my membership there so uh, Toastmasters teaches you how to speak, but NSA teaches you how to actually make money speaking, which is a good thing. So
1: you know, one, one thing is you have to ask, ask for it, right? That's
3: right. That's true. So uh,
1: leadership, teamwork, uh, yeah. x-rays, if you have something in your pile about I help people x-ray themselves.
3: Right. Uh, Kitty and I actually have a lot in common because I help people behave as well. So. <laughs> that's very important. Yes. In public or private? <laughs> Both, actually, <laughs> believe it or not. Uh, yeah, I help uh, CEOs look at their talent to see exactly what they have in place, what's missing. Um, for example, I, I recently did a program at a bank and uh, in Montana. Oh my God, it took me all day Th- to they
0: get do there. Have money. They have money out there. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, do. they have a lot it of money. It took two in days to get back. I bet.
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> There's a lot of money in Montana, actually.
1: Well, Ted, Ted Turner has a couple of pieces, yes. of a couple of ranches out there. I he think. sure
3: does. Yes, and um, so I go in and help the CEO. Uh, find out exactly what's missing this bank for example did not have anybody driving things through their organization in terms of business development so that was a really big gap for them and they wanted to grow so that was that was one thing i went in and helped them with
1: okay so now let me just let's just drill down on that when you went in you identified a need quote they had no one driving new business or driving business development so what what did you how did you recognize that and what did you do
3: Well, I use a battery of assessments, and I worked with the executive team. And one thing I do is, uh, you know, some programs will work with the entire team, and some people will go in and do fun programs, and those are great. But you've got to work with the team and the individuals. So um, I give them uh, a battery of assessments to help them understand themselves and understand how to better communicate with each other. And uh, we did a SWAT, um, a little minor SWAT there, and uh, right there on...
1: No, they don't have flies in Montana. What do you mean SWAT?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Ah. So they could see, once I had the assessments done and everybody in their place, I put a wheel up uh, where I could see where everybody's uh, position was in the company, and there was a gap you could run a bull through in business development. So that's how we, we could actually see a visual of what was missing.
1: So you got everybody on board fairly quickly. What size organization was this in terms of numbers of people in this executive team you were working with? Uh,
3: that particular team has 10 people on it.
1: That's, that's like herding a few cats. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. A lot of personalities. You talked about these assessments. Talk to me a little bit about how you use different tools to work with different teams.
3: Um, these assessments are, they're valid, they're reliable, and they're scientifically based. Who and said so? <laughs> the company i get them from and that's the reason i went with this company target training international uh-huh. out of arizona and they constantly do research uh, on their assessments unlike uh, for example the myers-briggs as you know was uh, not to bash the competition but it was created by a mother-daughter team with no scientific background and carl young actually had no input into those assessments they were based on his work but these are, we actually do a lot of brain research because p- we have found that people have more reaction to what they don't like than to what they do like.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't trying to give you a circle question there, but uh, you know, we all do know that uh, as we've learned more, and you know, brain research is one of the areas we're learning an awful lot in, and mm-hmm. what normally seems obvious may not be correct. <laughs> and we've, we've got to allow ourselves. So you really re- bring something to the table I think we ought to focus on for just a moment, and talk, you, know, you talk about experience. A CEO has got to have not only the trust that you can e- execute and come into their team properly and train or coach them, but also you've got to gain the confidence of the team. So you not only had the, the one decision maker, whoever decided to bring you in to help, but you had to bring those other nine or ten people mm-hmm. on. So talk about a little of engagement and what makes you successful in being a, one of today's great coaches.
3: Well, when we administer the assessments, we actually do an individual debrief. And um, I can do it in person or over the phone. And I really get to know them. They get to know me. They input the information, so they can't say, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) Although we know it's not an exact science. uh, But people are amazed at how these assessments do nail them. So we're able then to have discussions around their goals, why they're not reaching their goals, and things of that nature. So I can build up trust from that, and then we enter into a six-month coaching program.
1: Wow, so six months—that mm. mm, that's, that's, <laughs> uh, seems like a pretty good cycle. Talk talk a little bit about that process of the, of the trust and the timeline. Uh, it's great that we have so much technology available to us now, where we can prepare. Via long distance, via video conferencing, you can even be in Montana and maybe not have to fly there. That's right. <laughs> so this is been... So talk about how you've seen the business grow, because I know you've been practicing this trade for a few years.
3: I have, and uh, just like Kenny, I just had my best year ever, and uh, after 20 years, just bought myself a new car. <laughs> Woo! <Wow>. So, <laughs> so yeah, it has been great, and uh, I'm actually ramping up my marketing, which I know we're all familiar with here um, to, to help grow my business. And, uh, my niche is actually hotels and banks.
1: Ah, okay. Well, I like the bank part, the hot- <laughs> the hotels. I mean, how many sheets can you change how quickly? I don't, you know, I don't work. I don't think I want to go there. So let's see now, how, how do we get in touch with you?
3: Um, my, uh, website is performstrat.com. My email is Diane at performstrat.com. And my phone is 404-320-7834. And Hey, I'm in Atlanta.
1: So, what size ba- banks and hotels are we looking for, or organizations? Uh,
3: um, I work with uh, like mid-sized companies for the most part. Um, I try to really avoid the Fortune 500 com- companies. Uh, I like to keep it a little smaller because decisions get made quicker, and I get really get to know more of the people in the organizations. So it it uh, helps with a more well-rounded result orientation.
1: Well, we're very proud to have you here prospecting and suspecting in the Atlanta metropolitan area and especially focused on Buckhead. So talk a little bit about what the BBA has meant for you over the last uh, one and a half months so far.
3: Well, I got to (laughs) reconnect with you, for one thing, uh, because I haven't seen you in in quite a uh, few years, I don't think. Uh, But I've already met some quality people, and I really admire people who are serious about business, and um, every organization does not have that. So um, I want to get to know people in there better and learn from them about growing their, their businesses, how they do it, so I can apply that to my business.
1: Well, I'm going to do the rest of your new member orientation because, as you may remember, I was president of the Buckhead Business Association many years ago mm-hmm. and went from, as I say jokingly, they, get, they sold me the job with 800 members. And by the time I took office in 2003, I was down to 300 members, so I, I was uh, <laughs> yeah, at a disadvantage. But we do meet at, uh, We do meet, meet three times a month uh, on Thursday mornings at the City Club of Buckhead. We have great speakers and great network time. Mm-hmm. We also have a Thursday evening after hours, which is typically in a great restaurant or a meeting spot here in the Buckhead area. We call them watering holes sometimes, <laughs> and those are very good. We also sponsor a Young Bucks Association as well as we have a, a leadership academy, which is very great with about 25 folks a year. And that last year, in course coordination with uh, the coalition, we started a young leaders group, which brought 25 new under-25-year-olds into a, to an environment to teach them about what's going on and how, why you should take good care of Buckhead. And I guess lastly is our signature luncheons and our annual lunch, which have always been very well attended as well as very interesting. We joked a little bit about Ted Turner. Ted Turner is actually a member of the Buckhead Coalition now and actually spoke to talk about how important it is to buy big tracts of land as often as you can, <laughs> and let's see. The other tip he taught us was how how you could, if you if you do a real good job of planning and behaving, you can get by on a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll kind of leave it. We're there today, and of course, being co-hosted and sponsored by the Buckhead Business Association, it is a pleasure to have another Chamber of Commerce in. It is a pleasure to have a brand new member in who is now settling back in Buckhead and doing good business and as always I'm looking forward to having more people behave with their money Kenny so I'll help you out with that process. I have two two daughters and two son-in-laws I think I need to help practice. that. that (laughs) So Rich it's about a wrap today for the excitement for a beautiful day a Chamber of Commerce day right here in Buckhead so you just got back from a a trip and uh, I know you're Kind of worn out.
2: Yeah, we did the Capital Club Radio Show live broadcast from Vegas. Uh, Vegas. Yeah, for their 20th uh, anniversary uh, conference out there. So, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, it was a uh, great crowd, a great event, other than the red eye flight on the way back. I'll t- <laughs> talk to you about that later. Well, we had a medical emergency, got diverted, and a seven hour layover. But in Vegas, you know how they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas unless PVC is there. Oh, then you've, then been it is. Only, you've been <laughs> <holding> <laughs> <broadcast> around <laughs> the world, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It is around the world. So yeah. we do go live, we go remote, we'll go to your location. We do everything we can do to get radio on just one more set of ears.
0: We'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us and our guests on the Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of the Buckhead Business Show. Brought to you by the Buckhead Business Association.